Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome to the Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here in the pew to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Happy feast day, buddy. Happy feast day. Do you know which one it is? It's Mary's Immaculate Conception. That's right. That's right. And it's providence as usual, right? The Holy Spirit's good. We, uh, that goes right along with what we pulled today. We actually pulled out of the bag, uh, faith, you know, someone had written down that, you know, faith is hard to live what we preach. And there is a lot of truth in that. Faith is hard to live. And, you know, on this day uh, of, of, of Mary's feast day, you know, what a, what a person to be doing, a person's feast day to be doing this on is Mary's. Because she, 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 what, gave God her yes, right? The angel showed up. They said, I need you to do this. She had faith. And, and she gave her yes. And that's what we're asked to do, right? And it takes us into, into our first, you know, main thing that we can really talk about with our faith. That it, yes, it is hard to live. But the first thing you have to do is accept that faith, right? We are all baptized right you know some of us at a young age i mean if you're catholic you're you're a baby mm-hmm. um or unless you you know you came in later in life um but you know so often that's that's one of the rituals of the church but at some point you have to have acceptance of that faith you have to you have to say yes to it, it it's not it has to become something uh that's that's not just what your parents did what you did and you know, when I look at Mary, I think a lot of, of the verse in Galatians. I know it's not speaking directly to her, but, you know, it's, it speaks to what we have to have. You know, Galatians 2.20 says, Yet I live no longer I, but Christ lives in me. And so far as I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. And that's that statement right there to me, it just, there's nothing else that I, I can think of that says better what having true faith means what mm-hmm. what accepting that faith means is i am going to die to myself and i'm going to let jesus christ be lord of my life right well and there's a progression it's not like you get struck by lightning and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you know everything right um, because you're going to struggle i mm-hmm. mean the realistically is you 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 come to know god and you have this profound experience but it's never going to last your whole lifetime because you're going to have to increase that relationship with god with daily prayer with visitation, the sacraments, you know, all money, many of these things you need to do to continue any relationship in life. Mm-hmm. You have to do the same thing with, with, with your faith, with the relationship of God, the Father, yeah. and Jesus Christ. No, you're speaking of a common problem. Like, I, one thing that comes to my mind is men's conferences, right? Or any kind of, any sort of retreats or spiritual conferences where people go and they're designed to help you increase your faith. And, and you know, a lot of people leave with this roller coaster yeah. experience it's like about, tony robbins shows in up in the room and everyone's right. going up and down jumping on the seats right. and stuff i mean that's good <laughs> yeah but you can't it's hard to maintain that it is it is and and you know we we shoot up to the top of that mountain pretty quickly and then we come right back down and, and then that brings with it you know feelings of failure uh i'm not good enough i can't do this uh, i can't commit all of these things and like you said it, it really is because as people, we want to bite off more than we can chew right in the beginning, right? We, we see, a, we see a, piece, a pie and we want to go eat the biggest piece we can cut instead of just taking those small bites and enjoying it and, and learning, you know, learning from the pains and the wrong choices and the, the things that work and the things that don't. And so often, you know, we, 
we accept the faith, right? We say, yes, Lord, I want you to be a part of my life. Something's wrong in my life. I don't, uh, I don't, I see someone else, what they have, and I want that. But we struggle with, first of all, what do I do? How do I do it? Uh, what's too little? What's too much? You know, that's a common problem that you see with people that get, that, you know, we get thrown into this faith, we, faith or we have this moment where, where God touches our lives, and, and then we're trying to be everybody that's at everything, you know, five nights a week, going away from our family, and it's all about, I, I've got this love in my heart for Jesus, this feeling that I don't want to lose. And so we throw ourselves into anything and everything, which can be as big of a detriment to uh, trying to live what we preach than, mm-hmm. than you know, uh, is a lot of things. Right. What well, I said before, it, you can't be a monk and be married at the same time. Right. Right. You, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult to do that. You sound like you've spoken from experience if you try to be a monk well, I mean, you've been married. Well, actually, that's funny. Like, <laughs> when, you know, because I, ra- I was raised Protestant in Presbyterian Church, and I mm-hmm. remember, I really remember this. I had a conversation with my mom, and I was reading, like, uh, Thomas Burton, and I was like, really, the same story, Mountain, again, on the high, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of just off the cuff just kind of mentioned about, you know, maybe what would it be like to be a monk? And then, of course, my mom was like, no, 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 you're not doing <laughs> We want that. grandkids. Right, right. So, um, but I've been there. We've all been there where we've had this this idea. That there's probably a lot of people who were young, wanted to become priests, mm-hmm. you know. Um, maybe some wish they did do that or, or, or they felt their call to be a father more fulfilling, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a father of children. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's okay to, to kind of find your path and to be prayerful along the way. Right. No, you're, you know, one of the things we, like, like you said, we try to, we try to climb this mountain at one time, right? We can, I'm sure there's plenty of guys that have that experience and like, I'm, I'm giving my life to Christ. I'm going to be a priest. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be a nun. I'm going to, you know, uh, for the women. And, and, you know, we, we, we try to tackle the whole thing instead of taking it one foothold at a time. You know, in my life here, I mean, you know this, and in, in several other people close to me do that. I I left a job I'd had for 23 years, and you know I've been fortunate to to feel the call of ministry on my life, and you know this podcast is part of it. Some of the things I'm doing, but I also left, you know, a secular job to work for the you know for a, a Catholic organization in Cardinal Studios, and people see that and they just immediately. In fact, one guy last week said, "Well, maybe I should quit my job and." dump my girlfriend and go do this and i'm going no whoa, 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 wait a minute man like, it might this not wasn't, be your calling yes, yeah, yeah this was this is 40 years of of doing things wrong of mm-hmm. of doing some things right of of you know god meeting god at different places in my life and at different different times and seeing different facets of god right like i, I heard somebody say the other day i think it was john ricardo in that uh video we watched i'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that's uh, that's profound i yeah. think and and i think if people who ha- who have not heard him speak yeah a special topic you're about to say um please do yeah it's yeah. It, well it's just in one of his videos he was talking about jesus is sort of like a diamond right and yeah and when you when you turn a diamond you see a different facet of of jesus all the time every time you know of light which would be in this case we're talking about jesus you would see a different aspect of god or of jesus and you see that in your life at different stages at different times and so you know what happened in my life wasn't something that just i said okay that's it i'm done there was a lot of pain there was a lot of prayer there was a lot of uncertainty and and i had to i had to embrace my faith right i had to take ownership of it and i had to trust in god conversations with my wife you know hey i'm going to make a lot less money than what i have you know are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be able to 
to to live. And at some point, we both just had to say, if this is strongly on your heart, then then this is something that that we've just got to put in God's hands. But it wasn't something. My whole point of that story was not. It wasn't just you know what that sounds great. I'm in you know mm-hmm. and just I, I dropped everything I've I've known and that that safety blanket and everything else. We have to we have to really first identify that that this calling is in our life right for faith we all have it to be faithful to god but we need to walk in our baby steps and figure out what in our lives and which ways is god calling us and how can we answer that call in a personal way you know my story's not yours your story's not mine it we all have a different point when god's trying to come into our life and and if that's happened then we have to start looking at faith is something is who we are right that's that's one mis- one thing that I tell people all the time is they say, well, how did you, how did you make this choice or what led you to this decision? And I said, I, at some point, I got tired of sticking my toe in the waters of faith. Right? I, I, I go to church, I, I go to this group, um, I'm living a faithful, I'm faithful, right? But then I was doing all these other things in my life that weren't faithful, you know, not trusting God, um, sinning obviously, you know, in different different ways, and. I got sick of that, right? I finally just said, if I'm going to do this, I can't do it halfway. I've got to jump into this pool. Now, that doesn't mean that I jumped right into a job with, mm-hmm. in ministry. It just meant I'm, a, I'm going to allow Jesus to come in my life and to be the Lord of my life. And I'm going to start trying to to live with every decision I make, with, his, with what would Jesus, I know it's a cliche, what would Jesus do, but what what aspect of this decision can I bring Jesus into? What what part of my life has he not been involved in that I can involve him in now? And that's that's what we have to do. We 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 have to allow our faith to become who we are. It's not it's not um, choosing faith here or there. Like I'm going to go do laundry and then I'm going to go be faithful for a minute and then I'm going to go watch TV. And it's got to be something we become. You know, a, fa- a faithful person, a faithful people. It sounds like you're talking about ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got to claim it. You, you just, right. There's a point where you, you pretend. And you know that, you know, you know deep down in your life that you're just portraying it apart. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're going to get tired of that part because um, there's no truth to it. Right. You know, when you become very good actors in, in, the, in the life of a church, life of the faith, um, but then when you find out that you're lukewarm and you go back to that, that scripture where Christ goes, I spit you out of my mouth because you're neither hot or cold. I'd rather be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're in the middle because you're constantly going back and forth from, I want to be a spiritual person, but then I still want to go out and do this, mm-hmm. um, knowing that that's damaging uh, your relationship with Christ. Right. Um, where do we find ourselves? And that's when we take ownership of it, going, I, I, I got to rectify this. Yeah, you got to make that decision. It's, yeah. There comes a point, like we said earlier in the show, where my Catholic faith can't be because of my parents or no. because of my friends or because of a girl I dated. It's got to, you've got to at some time say, this is mine and I'm going to make the decision. You know, this is coming to my mind. Larry Bird, right? An NBA player. One of the best shooters of all time in the NBA. The reason he was one of the best shooters ever to play the game is because he, he took ownership of that. He wanted to be one of the best players that ever lived. And, you know, if you watch any of his, his talks or his videos, he talks about he was willing to do what others weren't. He, he would stay after practice, shoot a 1,000 shots a night. Because, and, and that's what allowed him to be such a prolific shooter and, and, a, and a passer and all these things that he stayed after practice and worked on. 
And there's got to be a point in our lives where we say, "I'm if I truly want this, I'm not going to, it's not going to be a half measure anymore. I'm going to be all in, right? And, and, and that means, you know, we've got to, we've got to take responsibility for it. So often what I see with people and, and with myself over the years is I would try to get in and then I would allow other things to, to get in the way. You know, there was always an excuse why I couldn't do this, why I couldn't be better, why I couldn't read the scriptures at night, why I didn't have time to pray. We start to get into that blame game, and, and it makes me think of, of Adam and Eve, right? When, when you know, they take the bite of the apple, the serpent's already tricked them and, and deceived them into, into uh, committing original sin, and, and, uh, and God shows up and says, Hey, what happened? And what does Adam do? Yeah, where where are you? Yeah, yeah, he blames God. He blames Eve. You know, it becomes a whole finger pointing contest. You know, mm-hmm. just like at home when when you you know you see something broken and you're looking at your kids and like, I wasn't in here. They did it. So and so. You know, that's what our life of faith can easily become is is well, I don't have time, or well, I have three kids, or well, I'm busy, or I work a full time job. And Jesus has just got to understand that that I love them, but I just I don't have time for them in my life right now. And it becomes this this blame game of why we're saying, well, if it wasn't for this, then I would love you more, Jesus. Or if it wasn't for this, then I'd be more faithful. And and we've got to cut that out. That's part of taking ownership is not blaming someone else for where we failed or, or, or attributing things to other people. It's just, it's taking ownership of this is what's important in my life. And my life is not going to be complete and whole. It's not going to be in the right direction. If I don't have faith that God's going to take care of me, the trust that he will, and that, and, and that's got to lead every aspect of your life. Do you think some of that is fear-based as well? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. It's it's just, I think with this world that we live in, in this day and age, we are so concerned with comfort and pleasure and the things that make our life, that make us happy in our life, right? Or what we what we a lot of times mistakenly think are making us happy. We 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 confuse fleeting moments of of joy with you know happiness, complete happiness, peace, and. You know, whenever you decide to make this choice in your life, it's scary, right? When when you say I'm all in, like Jesus is going to be the most important thing in my life, I'm going. And what does that mean? I'm going to start becoming the father that that we're going to pray before every meal. I don't care where we are, who we're in front of, if we're, we're if we're with people that we've never been with. Excuse me, we're going to pray for a minute before we eat. Those type decisions I, that seems minor, but that's that's how you have to start living your faith. But we have a fear that when we act differently than others, when we start owning this. That people are going to push us away, that we're going to lose, you know, popularity, or that that people may just drift away from us. And and you and I've talked; that's happened in both our lives. When we've taken the stand of this is who I need to become for myself, for my family, and really because this is who God calls us all to be. I want to live in the way that God has said we need to live, and we lose things. We do. It, it's it's part of 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 living a life of faith. You know, it's the whole joy versus suffering thing right you can't have one without the other you can't have a crown without a cross you've we fear that the the pain and the struggles and what it's going to cost us instead of focusing on what we're going to gain which is that peace and that joy and that friendship with christ it sounds like you're kind of saying like taking inventory you know like Mm -hmm. okay so i know god's over here waiting for me but this is still pulling me over here and you have to kind of look at you know put on the table and go how much is this really worth Right. Right. Is this really worth me taking my time away from God? Is it really worth me spending amount of money or whatever to do what, do pursue something that I know that's not healthy for me? Mm-hmm. 
And for us to kind of push ourselves towards being more closer to God, like you said, you're going to go up against a lot of pressures. Yeah. There's going to be some things where um, it's just not, it, it's going to be more difficult. Yeah. Right? You're, you're I mean, sport, I'm, yeah. I'm trying hard to, the thing I could think of is this, um, it's a poor analogy, bear with me on this, mm-hmm. but have you ever been like where you record like a major sporting event on TV, but you had to go somewhere and you're like, Please don't. I don't want to run anybody. Tell me what happened to the to the game because I want to go back home and watch, even though it's over. And then someone goes up and says, um, "You know, oh, did you? Hey, I saw your team won, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, well, now you know your team won, right? So you go back and watch the game, but yet the anxiety of are we going to make first down is gone because you already know you won the game. Yeah, and it's kind of like have faith is like Jesus already said, I already, you know, I defeated the devil." Mm-hmm. we've already won. Why are you still anxious? Yeah. Why are you still worry about this? Why are you not following me? Because I've, I've, I've set you free for everything. Right. And it's, well, it, the, the fear is, is I know that I felt this in my life is when I made the decision to, to start putting these videos on YouTube, when I made the decision to, 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 you know, to, to try to do this podcast and you, you're, you have a fear that you can't live up to, to the standard, right? That, that, once you get your put yourself out there, is I'm putting I'm talking about scripture every day on a video, or I'm uh, I'm putting out this thing telling other men how you know try to help them how to to live their lives better and to be a better husband, father, all that stuff. You don't want to be a hypocrite, right? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 you have to start living your life in a way of you know I used to go to these parties and I used to live this way and it was free it was free, you know freewheeling and careless and if I got wasted at a party and every you know. And it was funny, and I woke up and felt guilty the next morning. All those things, you start to go, man, I can't, I can't really live that way anymore. Like, I can't I can't be this and that. And so you feel this great weight of, of hypocrisy, right? You, the last thing you want to do is, and it bring, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing my father always told me growing up. He said, uh, for instance, we, we both worked at, at uh, an auto parts place together. Uh, he worked in the office, and he was a manager um, of, of a lot of people. You know, it was high up in the company, and but he worked at his office was tacked onto a warehouse, and so every once in a while they would get behind on freight and putting things up, and they would call in, you know, guys like me and sales reps, all these people to put up all this extra freight so they could get it out to customers. And my dad was always he he might be sixty years old at the time, and he was always the first guy out there, you know, in his business business dress, throwing brake rotors and and stuff up and. And you know when it would be when it was time for break, he would stay out there and work. He was constantly doing you know doing the work. And I asked him one day, I said, "What are you doing? Like you don't have to be out here. They have people, they have me and other people for this." And he said, "Son, I'll never ask anybody to do what I'm not willing to do myself. I want to show people that I'm I'm not the type of person that says live this way, do this, and then I don't follow up." And I think that's what we fear is that is that if we make this choice that we have in the mind in our minds that we can't be social anymore and we can't you know we can't do things that we've we've grown to love and that's just not the case that's that's really the devil whispering in your ear trying to keep you from taking that step forward i mean what you're really talking about yeah you can go to parties you can do things you know there's one tonight that we were both going to and you know yeah so i've made decisions in my life now not to, to 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 go get obliterated and and to be the life of the party but that doesn't mean that it, what it calls you to is temperance, right? Like it's, it's, I can go do the things I was doing, but I need to do them in a manner that's more respectful to, to the choices I've made, to the, to the choices to, to live with Christ as the center of my life. 
Because when, when you accept that faith and you're trying to live it, it comes with being an example. And that's got to be more important to you, right? So I, I feel that whoever wrote this is, was probably struggling with that with that sense of, man, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not perfect. I, I'm going to slip up. And what are people going to think? Well, we all suffer from that. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, I'll be honest, this morning I I, I was in my warm, soft bed. And, you know, when it's the holy day of obligation, right? Yeah. There was a moment where I was like, you know, I could just stay in here and just catch up on my sleep. But because of my relationship with Christ has increased with prayer and devotion and um, my mind said, no, no, you know, you're not going to do that. So, you know, I forced my, my, the flesh, as you would say, forced the body mm-hmm. to get up and do it. Um, and, and I'm here and I received, you know, the Eucharist and it, it started my day all perfect. Right. And, and that's what we got. You have to push yourself. Like anybody else, you got to push yourself because you're going to be hit up against the wall and and tired, exhausted, and and uh, you're going to talk to yourself like, mm, you know, you can do this tomorrow, and then guess what happens tomorrow? You put it off again tomorrow, mm-hmm. and 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 that's a pattern you don't want to get stuck into. Right. Well, and and like I said, it, you got a part of part of what 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 is so difficult about it is is like like you said, like you made the choice to get up today and do that. A lot of us don't. I didn't for a long time. I didn't see the importance of it, right? I go to church on Sunday. I, I don't know what all these other things are. That's part of it. We've got to we've got to spend the time understanding our faith more, right? Under knowing why these things have an importance. You know, our we're blessed in the Catholic Church with so much beauty and so many so many things, rituals and feast days and all this this, this the richness of the faith. And you know, we have an obligation once we've decided we're going to be Catholic to start looking into these things. To, to to hopefully through prayer and through scriptural reflection start to feel a need for these things. You know, and, and I think that's important. We have to take the baby steps, right? When you when you've accepted, when you're starting to take ownership, that means, okay, now I need to, if I'm going to be good at this, like with the, with the Larry Bird example earlier, I got to start putting my time into it. I need to understand my faith better. So how do you understand, understand your faith better? You need to spend more time in the scriptures. You need to, you need to get to know Jesus and get to know the other cast of characters in the Bible, like Mary, Joseph, their roles, what they played, how they play into your faith. Um, then you need to go to prayer, right? You need to spend time getting to know Jesus, talking to somebody. I, I tell, I told that to Jacob in the car yesterday. We were driving to a movie. It was a guy's night. And uh, I was explaining some things to him. And and uh, I said, you know, I really want you to know Jesus more in your life. And he said, well, how do I get to know Jesus? I said, the same way you do any other one of your other friends. You spend time with them. You talk to them whether it's in prayer or adoration, those are the things that give you, I, I think so much we try to build our faith on our own, right? Just like we're, I'm gonna, I got this project to work to do and I gotta get it done. I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hammer it out and then here it is. Here's my, here's my project, here's my faith. Mm-hmm. But the biggest part of faith is not, we, yes, we have an obligation to live it and to have the strength of will to, to stay strong and not run from the pain and, and run from the hard times and the hypocrisy and all that stuff that we've talked about. But we also have an obligation to allow the Spirit to lift the heavy lifting, right? To to invite God's Spirit into what we can't do. We are creatures. We're not the Creator. We don't have the Spirit, you know, that 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 allows us to do this on our own. That's why it's so important to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, to have that relationship with Christ, so that, like Jesus says, my burden is light. You know, let me carry the load for you. And and so often I think we have this one man army mentality. 
of this is my faith, this is my responsibility. I'm gonna I'm gonna fail if I don't do this, 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 and we completely forget the important part, which is the relationship with the people that we're trying to grow in faith with. Right. Well, the Bible, like you say, go back to scripture. The Bible is full of of characters who struggled the same way we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just separating a, a time, a distance of of uh, years or millenniums. You know, I mean, just it's just it's that's all it is. But there's still people going through the same daily struggles of what was going on, and like look at Judges uh, chapter six through uh, eight. You know, Gideon, read that, and then look at some of the saints we have, uh, Teresa Avila, um, and you know she had a struggle too. I mean, there's a lot of people who we call saints who had a rough time going in their mm-hmm. faith. And, you know, and that's okay because if we're doing the same struggling and they went through the same struggle and, and they still found their faith, they still kept their faith. And if we keep our faith through the struggle, I mean, that's that part, part and partial of what we need to do. Yeah, you're, I think that's, that's, that's a good point too. It's, we have to know going into this that we're going to fail. That we're going to trip, we're going to fall. There's going to be times where we feel far from God, where we do things that we don't understand. I've been working so hard, and and I've, I've slipped up here, and that's why God gives us the grace of of confession, you know, of reconciliation to 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 get us back out of the muck and get us back on track. You know, I think as people, we're we're often too hard on ourselves, right? We never we never give ourselves any credit where credits due. We say, well, I didn't do this, this, this in a day, but did you pray? Right. Yeah, I did. Like, so you didn't make it to a daily mass today. That, that's okay, but you, did you spend time with God in another way? Sometimes I get hard on myself when I don't spend two hours at night praying or reading or something, and I forget the fact that what I'm graced, you know, I'm lucky to do these days is spend all day on the phone with people talking about Christ in my job or, or in some other way, and, and it's easy to say, I'm sorry I failed you today, Lord, and not realize, like, maybe this is how you thought you were supposed to behave today and what God wanted from you today, but maybe you've done it. You know, we do as human beings, we put so much onus and weight on ourselves and we never really take time to say you know i'm not yeah i didn't climb the whole mountain today but i but i got off the ground right i got one foot on a rock and i started pushing up and i think that's that's something that we need especially those of us that are they're listening to this that are they're trying to find our way you know that's what we got to concentrate on you know i just want to leave you with, with one more thought you know we've talked about a lot but this verse from second timothy 4 7 I have competed well, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Try hard every day and keep that your focus. We can't win it all at one time, but we can win a little bit every day. So why don't we close with a prayer, Victor? Heavenly Father, living our faith each and every moment of our lives can be difficult. Help us to see our Mother Mary as an example of the living faith to the fullest. Give us the courage to give our yes, to take ownership of our faith, and to face our fears. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.